Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. up ladies and gentlemen welcome to the true seeker podcast i'm your host true seeker i'm excited to be with you guys as always man i love doing this stuff bringing some uh, beautiful people together beautiful souls and stories and experiences to the podcast and hey i believe everybody has a piece of the puzzle and we bring our pieces together put them together and they formulate a picture man and we've had some amazing guests over the years and today is going to be another good episode we're going to go deep down a rabbit hole we're going to talk about some beautiful stuff we're going to talk about reality we're going to talk about the afterlife poetry art listen all of it's going to be good make sure you guys stay tuned in i want to give a shout out to everybody supporting my work via patreon this is a listener supported listener funded show literally doesn't exist to the extent that it does without your help you guys are co-creators with me everybody who is supporting this work um, financially, everybody who shares and retweets and tells people about it and, and just listening as well. Uh, everybody shares a, a part in that, co-creating this beautiful um, community that we have. And 
been working on this for years and there's people who have been here since day one and you guys are still here listening to every episode and uh man again you guys mean the world to me uh, a special thank you to you guys and i want to recognize some of the latest patrons within the last week or so some of the people who just signed up to come on as financial supporters and partner with me uh shout out to matthew page thank you for coming on my friend and Diane Christina. Thank you guys for believing in the work. If you'd like to support, you can go to patreon.com backslash truth seeker. There you get access to my entire discography of music, 200 plus songs, a bunch of unreleased music, my new album that's majority of it that's finished is already up there uh, months, if not years before it's available to the general public. You guys get access to that. Our Thursday night community aspect to what we're building here, the School of the Mystics, where we do uh, just hanging out and doing discussions. We do courses together, um, guided meditations, breath work, prayer, all that good stuff. If you guys are looking for a community to get plugged in uh, with, we'd love to have you. Uh, you get access to that as well for any level of giving. Uh, once this new album is fully completed, I'll be working on the artwork. And if you are a patron, a patron at any level, your name will be in the credits of the album. So when you open up the album and you read the thank yous, your name will be in there as a contributor uh, for the album. So if you want to have your name in there, make sure you sign up now. Patreon.com backslash truth seeker working on a lot of stuff right now and i thank you guys for for again partnering with me and believing in my work um without further ado we're gonna go ahead and bring on today's guest today's guest is my friend sean side sean welcome to the truth seeker podcast my friend how are you hey y'all it's an honor to be joining you um feeling very well today it's been a long day beautiful day and um really grateful for the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with you about the real, the raw, the authentic, and maybe some of this poetry. Yes, sir. So, so where are you at right now? I'm in my front yard, Pensacola, Florida. Looks like the sun's maybe got about another 10 minutes before it goes <laughs> behind that tree line. Nice. Nice. So, um, we met uh, a couple weeks ago. My wife surprised me and uh, told me to get in a car and we w wound up in Pensacola, which is an hour away from Mobile, Alabama, where, where I, I reside. And uh, we ended up at the Pacific Cava Bar in Pensacola, Florida. And just so happened, there was a uh, open mic night and uh, a bunch of poetry and people were sharing and you got up there and read an excerpt from your book and some of your poetry. And I loved it. I was blown away and I was like, man, I'd love to get you on the podcast and pick your brain about some of this deep, beautiful, poetic uh, stuff that, that you're sharing on there, man. So so here we are, man. Do, do you go to the uh, the Kava Bar regularly or was you just visiting the, the open mic? How, how does that work for you? Um, no, I'm definitely a regular there. I started going probably a few months ago. Um, I was looking for a place to do my German homework, you know, um, wanted to get out of the house more often. And I, I ride a bike everywhere. I don't have a vehicle at this time other than my bike and my legs. So I had to be somewhere nearby and somehow or another, I got turned on to Pacific Cava and they treated me like family from day one. Like it feels a little bit like cheers when you walk in there, like people really <laughs> care about you. They want to get to know your name. Yes. They're open to having conversations. They're open to playing chess. Like, um, you know, it's just like a really welcoming environment. So I started going there probably two or three times a week. 
Nice, nice. We uh, so we went that one time, and it would just so happen to be op- uh, open mic, and uh, went this past Friday as well. Met some friends who were in Pensacola, so I went over there, and they wanted to know they wanted to hang out somewhere. I was like, let's go to the Cava Bar. So we went there mm-hmm. and and had the uh the Cava and the uh, the uh, kratom tea, which is amazing. Which do you prefer? Personally, I drink Cava every now and then, uh, but I'm I'm more of a cappuccino man myself. If I'm I haven't exceeded my caffeine limit for the day. I like a warm brew. Nice. For sure, for sure. Are you going to be at the uh, open mic, the next one coming up? More than likely. Awesome. God willing. I'll probably see you there, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah. It'll be good. So uh, do you have a, a verse? Do you have a, a poem that, that you want to open up with? Something sure. Something deep, something spiritual? I'm sure they all are, but uh, I, I loved what I heard, so I'm, I'm sure the audience will enjoy it. Can find the most superficial poem I can about yeah. big things. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I like to just kind of open at random and see what comes out. There you go. And what's the name of your book? Go ahead and drop that real quick. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can show you. It might be backwards. I don't really know how camera technology works these days. But it is called The Love Inside spelled i-n-s-e-i-d because i'm on a mission to help people learn how to pronounce my last name (laughs) and uh, i love puns i love games and so that was my little joke to the book Um, but the idea is about finding the love inside of yourself um you know because so often we get on missions to try to find what we're craving and what we're looking for outside of ourselves Mm -hmm. and if you're at the point on your journey where you recognize that that's inevitably a dead end then you start to turn inward and so this is a book of uh poetry for any soul who is feeling into that journey ready to undergo that journey or perhaps has been on that path for a long time so um yeah here's a poem this one's called beyond your body and i apologize if you get to hear some leaf blowing and some ambulances in the background maybe it'll add a nice ambient texture to the poetry Beyond your body. Beyond your body, waxing and waning in time, I love you. Beyond your gifts, your actions, your capacity for greatness, I love you. Beyond anything you could ever offer me, anything I think I might like from you, any roles you could help me fulfill, I just love you. And no matter how this plays out or how long we know or have known each other, no matter what difficulties may arise or how the wheel of karma may turn, I made my home in love and I won't be moved. But I hear the mystic whisper, there is nowhere to stand. Fine, then I'll dance in love. I'll just keep dancing around like an all night cakewalk. I'll dance in rollerblades during the couple skate, whether or not you'll hold my sweaty hand. I'll glide from sincere recognition to honest admission. Yep, I still love you. Here and here and way over here. And no, even if I'm tussling and struggling and even when my human heart may flicker under the wrestling grip of my mortal mind, I will always prevail with love for you, for this, for all, forever. P.S. 
I sincerely hope in the intermission between lives, we can meet up at the after party, sip some cosmic punch, and laugh about how strange it all was to live and to love on planet Earth. Beautiful. Yeah, I remember you shared that one, and that's the one I was like, man, that is so deep. Some of those things that you shared in that. What, what, whose perspective is that, man? Because I, I, obviously, I can, you know, it could be your perspective and heart for humanity, but I just feel like it's a, a collective or something even bigger than you. You know what I'm saying? That, that yeah. cosmic I love you, if you will, you know? Exactly. You know, I feel like, um, the I and the you are, are constantly shifting in this poetry. And um, I think it's, it's the, the aspect of ourself that remembers or recognizes itself, even in the other, even whomever you may be looking at or whatever you may be experiencing, you recognize that everything is just a reflection of yourself from that state of the observer. And that observer to me embodies the, the unconditional love that is um, untouchable, untaintable, untarnished by whatever we may go through in our human lives. I like it. I like it. When, so when did you experience that? When did you come into that knowing of, <laughs> of this something outside of your, I say outside of it, it, it could because you, you prefaced at the beginning going within to experience mm -hmm. everything without is what I say. Go mm -hmm. within to get out kind of thing. Like when did you experience that? Um, you know, people call a spiritual awakening or, or what you were you are looking for is already within you. That's a that's a huge shift. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure that there are a bunch of different ways to answer that question. But the one that comes to mind in this moment is that um, I feel like I was part of a wave of the 2012ers. Something <laughs> really magical was in the air 2012, in my yes, opinion. Sir. I think it was a combination of a lot of millennials kind of like um, getting out of high school and coming into our adult life and kind of realizing that the American dream as it was taught to us from, from a, a young age was really not viable. Um, and those veils were starting to fall apart. Um, there was also, of course, the 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 mystic story of perhaps the end of the world or at least a great transition with the end of the mayan calendar looming in the air and then for me if i can be uh extremely honest uh that was my first experience with psychedelics that year and um the first time that i broke through I had the sense of the interconnection of things. I had, I had an experience that was too large for words, but the word that I was able to keep coming back to was love. And, um, you know, a lot like one of my favorite teachers, Ram Das, psychedelics created a doorway for me, but I feel like what I've come to as I've gotten a little bit deeper, a lot of bit, a little bit further down my own path is the recognition that, um, that, psychedelics may be a key that can help unlock that door but that doesn't mean that you need to stay there fiddling with that key that there is always an opportunity um to come into the experience of love and um and seeking peak experiences might become an attachment in and of itself that continues to perpetuate an illusion of separation from that um but from that experience i started to discover 
meditation. I also felt like I was having uh, a mental breakdown, mental breakthrough, like a complete uh, dissolution of who I thought I was and what I thought reality was about, uh, which can be a very confusing space to be in. Um, and so I, I turned on to meditation. I turned on to practices that could help me find a sense of grounding and a, a sense of center, uh, essentially while I was being kind of washed away a little bit of a, a death and a rebirth and a renewal through that. Wow. What, what was the medicine? Mushrooms. Psilocybin or? Psilocybin. Yep. Golden teachers by any chance or? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, similar, man. It shifted me so much and um, found out that what I was looking for was already within me and stop looking outside of yourself. You're not becoming. You already are. It's already in mm -hmm. there. All the things that you want, all of the dreams and visions that you're looking outside or looking at other people who are better at you at those things. Nope. Everything that I've given you, everything that you need is already within. Yeah. And, uh, approaching your life or, or a life review from a non-biased why it is mm. biased it's a loving it's like a loving <laughs> standpoint but but a stern one at that you know and For i've sure. had that encounter and it, it, it changed me did you did you write about that in the book or is everything kind of inspired about that a little bit like because i'm sure that that echoes through many things that that you're you're working on I don't, I don't know that, um, that psychedelics or mushrooms made a discreet appearance, but I can definitely say that um, my experiences with psychedelics reconnected me to myself in such a way that I realized that poetry is like my natural state of being. It's like, it's how I relate to language and it helped me reconnect with, with that authentic and that poetic voice inside of myself. And so a lot of my a lot of my trips were just me talking to myself and and reintegrating that poetic lens and that poetic language um and so i don't know that necessarily i was influenced so much as i was reminded of who i was through through those experiences mm, that's good now you you said the uh you know many of your experiences and then you kind of alluded kind of prefaced it with like hey this isn't this isn't a party drug like don't get right. addicted this is a tool it will serve you like this, you know, um, did you, did you get, you didn't get caught up where you was always trying to do it every weekend or that kind of thing. Cause I know it, it can easily happen, but did you, like, what was your experience with that? Mine was kind of like, I mean, I talk about it a lot. It's been a huge impact, but like, you know, just a few times, it's something that I'm not doing every weekend. There's no way it's like, it takes six months to unpack like right. what, what I encountered, you know, so to go back next weekend would be a disservice kind of thing. What did you get addicted to psychedelics or anything like, thing like that? Or I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I ever reached that level, but I did see that in a lot of people around mm -hmm. me. And so I think I was I was immediately wary of that. And um, I fell in with a really group, cool group of people who were who were already on to the idea that plants can be medicine and that they have their own. Uh, they have their own spirit. Yeah. And so through that vein, I was introduced to the idea of creating an intentional and a, a ceremonial setting. Yeah. Um, I was introduced to Wachuma. Hmm. Um, what's, uh, what's the standard name or the American name for Wachuma? It's uh, San Pedro, right? I the cactus. So, yeah. And then uh, through, 
through that river, you know, they had actually, my friends had come from an ayahuasca center and I had been hearing a little bit about ayahuasca. It wasn't uh, so openly known at that time. It was just sort of like breaking the radar for a number of people. A couple of documentaries had just come out. And I, I immediately decided since of the experiences that I had that I wasn't going to cling to an idea that ayahuasca was going to um, in some way enlighten me or or save me or, or anything to that regard. But I stayed open to the idea that if she called to me that she would have something to teach me. And sure enough, I ended up getting called to volunteer at a center in Costa Rica for mm. about four or five months. Um, and sure enough, that experience was incredibly deep a lot to unpack. I imagine I'm still unpacking and will continue on to unpack for the rest of my life. Some of the things that were uncovered in that season. Yeah. And then, uh, finally last year, um, a friend and I and our community at large, we were able to bring in a native American chief to host a traditional TP peyote ceremony. Um, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And once again, that was a very profound experience, uh, um, and I appreciate. In Pensacola, yeah, right outside of it, Milton. So this wasn't Chris Rushing by any chance, was it? No. Okay. This was the, um, I've got some friend. I got a friend who's who's talking about. Uh, he's affiliated with the Native American Church, mm -hmm. and uh, of Inner Light. It's actually called the Aqua Nueva. Uh, Church of Inner Light out of Warrior, Alabama, I think it is. And uh, okay. they were talking about having a, a hub in Pensacola. So I didn't know if that was mm -hmm. with them or not. So, no, different group. But um, so much of these plant medicines, you know, they, they often remind you if you're open to hearing it, it's the same message that everything that you need is inside of you. But in my own path, they they have come along like allies and like guides that reconnect me to the primordial they open um a clear channel to be able to sit with your ancestors in a very open and a very honest way and so you know drawing back to the original question um, i have a lot of respect for plant medicine i have a lot of respect for people 
who devote a lot of their paths to to treating it well and helping people find it who are called to it. Um, and I just know that I personally feel that it should be for myself very reserved for very very ceremonial and very intentional settings, mm-hmm. um, if at all at this yeah, point. For sure, I'm with you 100. Uh, percent Even with what I do, there's a there's a you know. I used to do spiritual and esoteric hip hop and I put a lot of my experiences within my, my music and, and there's other people who do that, but, but they, uh, they almost like brag and boast and like do it in a party atmosphere and every weekend. And I'm like, Hey, and people were like, I listen to you and I listen to those guys. Like you guys are so similar. I was like, hold on. Like, I hope you understand that this is something very special to me. This is something very sacred that every six months, once a year, every three years, like, come on, like, we have you have to honor it so i don't want to be wrapped into you know uh you know americanizing or making something seem so nonchalant and honestly to tell you the truth when i when i was on my my uh, my psilocybin journey or what golden teachers like i was checked because i've got all of this stuff in my music about us leaving your body and traveling stargates and communicating with ets and angels and all i got far out stuff you know and even on the psilocybin journey i was checked it's like okay you're the one talking about this stuff nonchalantly you talking about traveling stargates and how to open up portals in the mind to you're talking about this okay we want to let you know how severe this is and if and to make sure that you know what you're doing and you want to keep moving forward so it was like this real sovereign check that i got from the golden teachers if you will and uh but it's very special you know and it's not to be taken not to be entered into lightly any of them you know that uh things become a crutch or or it it loses its sacredness you know because you it's something that you do every day or all the time you know just like I'm, I'm even reminded I want to start working with like tobacco, right? You know, a lot of Native mm-hmm. American shamans use uh, um, tobacco and, and and ceremony for for cleansing and even communing with the spirit behind tobacco, working with it as an ally, like you said. But you if you talk to somebody who's, you know, smoked for 20 years or, or just smoked cigarettes like they kind of that's like. You know they don't really see how that could be sacred or something right because it's something that they do all the time so the cool thing is working with the plants and, and just being open to learning those allies we really have a, a a lot a lot of allies that we can work with i mean i was kind of just introduced to um to uh, uh cacao and cacao ceremonies have you tried cacao which is like straight chocolate have you done that in yeah. ceremonial I, I- forgot i left that off my list um cacao is so beautiful yeah um it's just has a really heart expanding heartwarming yeah. pe- way of bringing people together and yeah and bringing people into a, a state of being more comfortable to be kind of honest and on yeah. the surface of things, or rather not necessarily on the surface but you know right there like indirect contact with the moment mm-hmm. yeah cacao has been amazing we we do uh we we do some some retreats and uh we we use cacao when we do our breath work and meditation and it opens you up man to live from the heart man it's so good so good but cacao and i mean i'm sure we could just name so many i mean essential oils and stuff like there's so many essential oils and frankincense and just just our our allies man in in the plant kingdom and and to get familiar and to heal that relationship that right. has been abused and, and many people are abusing and and, and heal our relationship with the elements 
with the water, with fire, you know, and coming yeah. back and saying, hey, at least, and just showing up and we just got this little easy practice. Of, hey, my name's Derek. Like, I would just want to say hello and that kind of thing, you know, and just mm-hmm. introduce myself, you know, to the elements and, and, and rekindle that that relationship. And I think that if, if we do that, then we wouldn't see as many tsunamis and 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 forest fires and 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 hurricanes and i think i think that just like a child that throws a tantrum temper tantrum because they because they want attention you know and i think that our Mm -hmm. friends and our family in 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 that and those the elements you know are wanting to say hello absolutely um that actually reminds me of a poem you mind if i read this one let's go yes cool this one's called fire i am you Fire, I fear you, but fire, I am you. Teach me of my power and how to respect the insatiable nature of your capacity. Show me how to warm hands in winter and how to soften even the hardest of beans in the deepest of pots. Show me how to be a light to read by how to be a flame to dance and see by, how to burn steady and true. Show me what you can really do, what I can really do. When I run unrestrained, uncontrolled and uncontained, that I may truly understand what it is to be out of balance, that I then may remember humility and reverence of the elements I thought I could control. Show me how I can safely hold you in my body and in my home, how to keep you fed that my life force may directly reflect your spiraling flames, how to hold the boundaries of the circle safe, sacred, and contained. Show me how to burn away that which no longer serves, to watch for new life in the ashes, to respect the needs of the forest, to grieve these losses of untold lives and understand how I may once again come to live in harmony with your spirit. I apologize for the ways I abused you to light the furnaces of my industry, to push my agenda upon our mother nature. Thank you for teaching me once again the painful and necessary lesson of respect. Thank you for sitting with me through so many cold moons and occasionally leaving me in the dark nights of my soul. Thank you, fire, for showing me once again how to live, how to die, and where to go. Beautiful rekindling that relationship just saying hey i see you I appreciate you. that's good yeah rekindling <laughs> amazing good stuff dude i love it man um it's it's breakthrough you know we start seeing the divine in in, in all everything you know most people most time it starts off with people you see the divine in people you see the god in people you see a reflection of yourself in another person. And then and for some people, it, it is the plant kingdom. It is gay, sun gazing. You know, it is, you know, uh, 
meditation and seeing the divine in, in all things is where where it starts to you know get a little bit deeper the journey um takes a shift we begin to honor all people as we honor ourselves and we honor whatever god it is that you follow like in everything right and, and i can see it in this situation i can see it in the circumstance i see it in that flower i see it in that negative part of my life i'm thankful for mm. it you know in everything and all things give thanks you know and uh mm. you know it's that whole namaste you know for sure and me bows to the god in you you know and it, it sounds to me like you've gotten to that beautifully ironic part of the path where you start to see it where you're not seeing it you recognize the divine in the part of yourself in the part of your life where you're having a really difficult time acknowledging it well yeah i mean you know we go through these dark nights of the soul and we'll give anything to get get out of it like yeah. some people don't make it out you know what i'm saying like I, I i feel like i scarcely made it out of the ones that i went through and i'm so i'm happy and so i'll never go never do that again but now i sit in this place of gratitude with the creator and say thank you uh, yeah, for bringing me out, but for allowing me to go through it, you know, because it's right. made me the person that I have, that I am today. Uh, the empathy that I have for people uh, is real. It's not fake. I don't have to act like I care about you. I don't have to act like I'm into these things or, or whatever. Like I, I really have a genuinely empathy for the things that I believe in because I've been through it, you know? And uh, so I'm thankful that it's made me the person that I am today. And, uh, and I honor that. People call it their demons. I've made peace with my demons and I'm thankful for them, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, but but like I said, when you're going through it, it's another story. But now, though, when we go through those trials and stuff, we can even because you learn from what, what you go through or you grow through what you grow through what you go through. So now there's growth there. So when I acknowledge a feeling or um, I, you know, a season in my life that is, you know, um, hard. You know, I know that it that it takes hardships to you know to uh, to get that 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 beautiful wine out of the wine press. You know that we got to mm -hmm. be pressed. That that there's something beautiful coming out of us that's deep down within us that has to come out, and it's through adversity and it's through those hard times that it comes out. So I'm, I would never be ashamed of anything. Um, you know, I wear I wear it proudly, and I'm thankful that I'm here. You know, and you know, there's gratitude that I mean, you're talking about like you know a lot of the different plant ceremonies that almost feel like a near-death experience you know they're almost people talk about having a near-death experience and they come back and they're just changed they saw the light they saw jesus they saw god they saw whatever it changed them they leave their jobs and they start doing you know what they were put here to do and uh mm -hmm. and essentially plant ceremonies are like near-death experiences man you a bad trip i thought i was gonna die <laughs> you know there's all kinds of ways that, that that happens but you come back with gratitude man i'm thankful every every breath every heartbeat on this side of eternity while we're here let me let me be let me be um let me be a good steward of the time mm -hmm. that i have before we meet in the intermission in between yeah <laughs> yeah good steward of your time that's huge let me ask you though, because I do have a question, just from my own uh, um, the, the the ceremonies, right? So I, I haven't 
you know, had a chance to to say hello to Peyote, but uh, we have the ability to. I have friends who who have their own land and things like that, and we're talking about setting it up. And all I have to do is say yes, and we'll we'll do one. Mm-hmm. It's a little. I'm a little nervous though, as far as the intensity, you know, versus. So, what was the intensity? How would you rate between, let's just say, psilocybin, ayahuasca, and uh, pe- peyote, as far as like. Oh, I'm never coming back or this, I'm not feeling good. Like, cause I've heard different things, you know, I've watched different movies and then I hear different stories and, and I feel like they, you know, it's not as scary as I've seen on TV. <laughs> I'll that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can only speak for the two ceremonies in the one weekend where I was there. And I imagine that, um, everybody's experience all of these different ways of holding this container are going to produce different results the medicine person or whoever is facilitating um, and whoever they may be being aided by that's going to influence the results the people in the container or in the tp that's going to influence it and even then you know from one person to the person sitting next to them i'm sure that the experiences are radically different i can say for myself one of the analogies that I had coming out of it was that um, peyote didn't make me do anything, didn't make me see anything, didn't make me go anywhere at all, but showed me the path up the mountain. And it was a climb, essentially, and said, you could climb as high as you want, but it's of your own will. It's of your own volition. And I was really thankful for Chief Pomani, uh, Delbert Black Fox, who was holding the anchor that the medicine was about prayer. And the beautiful thing about peyote is that it had this very strange effect on me of, of making my mind wander, making it very difficult to listen to what he was saying or the music that was being sung or to focus on the fire, which required a constant um, returning of my effort to focus, to come back to the moment and to come back to my prayers. And I believe that that challenge that the the medicine was presenting to me of, of kind of being a little bit wavy or a little bit distracting was providing the grit, was providing the friction, was providing the resistance by which I could feel um, my own strength and the developing of my own strength to to return to my intention, to return to my prayer, to return to the moment, and then to bring that, of course, into my everyday life, to integrate that Mm. remembrance. Because I really feel like so much of the path is about um, being in a very distracting world, being surrounded by, I feel now in our modern culture and with modern technology, more distractions than have ever existed before. And I think that that means that this is a very potent time because all of those distractions um, provide you leverage to focus, to recenter, mm-hmm. to come back to your prayers and intentions. Yeah. That's good, man. Um, yeah, I remember just, you know, as a kid living in the country, just being out in the woods playing or just sitting around, not not having to really be, have your mind focused or distracted by anything. You're just in the moment. You know, this this uh, you know childhood, the, the nostalgia 
of childhood and, and um, what is it, um, you know, not um, innocence, mm. being innocent. And, uh, and now we're just so distracted, like you said. So finding things that remind us of that, for me, it's a lot of like old music, not any, anything nine, 80s and 90s reminds me of my childhood and instantly mm-hmm. it becomes a time machine to bring me back, you know, a little bit of peace of a, when times were easier, but riding my bike now today, yeah. like I love, I jump on my bike and I'm, I'm, I'm 11 again, you know, 10 yeah. riding through the neighborhood right now. I jump on my bike and we go and the winds hit me and I'm, I'm a little kid again. I'm trying to go off little jumps, even now, like if I yep. fall, I might get hurt, but it's still like, it's worth it, you know? And so I think that, um, you know, plant medicines and, and not just plant medicines. I mean, we're just talking about mindfulness, meditation, you know, mm-hmm. those practices that, that bring us to ourselves because it's almost like we're trying to um, distract ourselves with with uh, entertainment and, and, and gadgets and Facebook. And we're, our minds are, are changing. You know, we're not, our minds aren't the same anymore like when we were children. And the children coming up now, their minds aren't like, ours because there's way more distractions and way more troubles that present themselves to to the average child and so to fight for that innocence or to return to that innocence is something that i think that again not only the the plant spirits and plant medicine but just you know the creator if you will because it's the same messages that you get to be now be in the present be in the moment uh you know eckhart tolle is a millionaire off of teaching people the power of just be sitting in the moment and focusing mm. on that, and it's so special and so so needed. And I think your I think your poetry does that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details just reminds us that we're human, you know, and just to be in your body because we're doing things to, to leave our body, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I have to, I even have to check, you know, even the spiritual movement to leave our bodies. Let's go astral travel. Let's remote yeah. view and leave our bodies. Listen, like, just don't get caught up in escapism. Let's be present, Absolutely. be 100% human and 100% divine at the same time, you know. Um, there's a song by Tool, uh, um, lateralis that really goes into like detail at the end of that song about i can weep like a widow i can bathe in the fa- the, the fountain i can touch the beauty and, and of my own divinity and still yeah. be human and have my feet yeah. on the ground which is so important absolutely absolutely yeah you know there i have a couple stories for that real short uh one and i don't know if this is factual but i love it as an anecdote 
is that the man who invented float tanks um, was experimenting with getting in his float tanks for long hours on ketamine and was having these incredible astral travels and was regularly visiting a council of interdimensional beings that were much further ascended than himself, he felt. And so he felt a little bit like a child at their table. And they would allow him to be there and not really, um, not really acknowledge him so much. But he had done that a number of times and he was sitting there at their council and then they turned to him and they say, you know, it's cool that you want to come here and listen to this, but you're a human and you're meant to be on earth. That's where yeah. your curriculum is. Yeah. That's where you're meant to be learning. And the, uh, the second story, you know, ties in very well to what you were just saying. Um, I was very into uh, lucid dreaming very early in my journey. I still love dream work. And um, it seems to be an, uh, a gateway drug to discover a little bit about astral projection. And so I was interested uh, of the validity of that and it, of my capacity to astral travel through lucid dreaming. Because uh, during the lucid dream, you're aware that your body is already um, relaxed and that it's a little bit easier for some people to travel at that point. And my first big experience with astral traveling, I felt like I was out of body um, and I was walking around and I immediately started to interact with a being that um, did not feel of good intent. And I turned and my body was laying on the ground, like lifeless. And, um, and I couldn't get back into it immediately. And the fear that that invoked in me, of course, I did end up waking up, or at least theoretically I did. Uh, I came back into my body and I realized, you know, that that is an incredibly dangerous thing to leave your body unattended in that way. And furthermore, I realized that there's really no point. You know, we didn't incarnate to escape these bodies, I feel. Mm -hmm. I feel that we incarnated to come and be in this experience. And yeah, it's really fucking difficult some of the time, but I think that that's exactly what we came for. And, you know, I've, I've had to learn in my own spiritual journey to, um, to not judge the way that other people are treating their journey and to do my best to provide what I feel is, is wisdom or insightful, at least as it's appeared to me without, um, being judgmental of what people are doing with their particular journeys and what they're, what they're interested in or what they're drawn to. But I can say for myself that I, I agree with you fullheartedly that the place to be is right here and right now with our feet on the earth, mm -hmm. you know, cause who knows when or if we even get this opportunity again yeah. at the singular soul. And then of course, on a collective level, like we are everything, right? So yeah. not only are we the, the whole universe, but we are this earth and everything on it. And yeah. so what a beautiful experience to get to see yourself from this one of a kind, unique vantage point of this particular incarnation. Yeah. Do whatever you can to be in the moment to slow it down. You know, our, our perception of time that's moving and, and, and aging, you know, and uh, to be present and, and to be um, thankful for this experience. Again, like, 
you say like you know the afterlife there's so many questions of uh you know what happens if we even if you get to come back and it's like i feel like that's a cop out in the sense it's like yeah i get i just get we get to come back and do it again it's like i don't want to come back and do it again as somebody else like i like me i love my family my wife my daughter my mother like i love these people i don't want to come back into another family and forget about those guys hmm. and, and for some reason people if like the woke people they're like yeah they feel like they're going to remember this life when they come back as an infant somewhere else and relearn everything as like, you're not going to remember those people. So just to be present, man, you know, and to, to, to love and to, to share and be a human. Um, cause it's, the analogy is very strange as far as escapism goes, because, you know, we, we want to, in, in this reality, let's just say we want to leave our bodies. We want to go to heaven. We want to travel to other universes and, and, and those things. And it becomes addicting and there's, it comes movements. I know people do it every night, you know, and it's uh, something they look forward to and it's fun, it's comforting. Um, but let's just say that when you, when you do cross over to the other side and you are in heaven or you're in a holding place or wherever you are, I feel like it's gonna be the same thing. It's like, it's almost like the grass is greener. The grass is always greener because when you're in heaven, you wanna incarnate, you wanna be human again. You mm -hmm. want a body, so you want to come back. So hold on, when you had a body, all you wanted to do was come back up here, and now, <laughs> now you're up here, and now you all you want to do is go back. You know, so it's like, <laughs> be present and enjoy it. You know, this this place is is definitely multidimensional, but um, but yeah, don't escape the the human part. You know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of movements that that I'm affiliated with that uh. They demonize the flesh. They demonize the body. They demonize the earth um, as something that is is broken. That is something that is uh, that needs fixing or or um, you know it. You know, just experience it for what it is and, and to to hold on to it. Put your feet on the ground. Keep your head in the clouds though, because I feel like we get downloads from those places though. You know, to 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 bring back here. You know, as far as wherever they come from, whether there it's a Akashic knowledge, that's sure. just universal wisdom, the book of life, as it would some would call it, and we're getting downloads and inspirations from it, and we can inspire and we can change. Like, do you feel that some of your uh, your work is that that way? Like it was written through you? You know, obviously you need to, you need to take take credit for like, you know, it's this beautiful stuff you brought to the table, but I know Sometimes you're just, I know you are, because you're yeah. like me, you're blown away. Like, what the heck? Who wrote this, you know? I don't know if you can read that. You could let me know if it's not in focus or if it's backwards or yeah. something like that. But through. I was very through, exactly. You know, I feel like I got to be a collaborator yeah. in this. But, um, you know, one of, my, one of my favorite prayers to spirit is, you know, feel free to speak to me and through me. To me and through you know, me. allow allow your wisdom to come to me and through me you know with what time i have here uh i would like to i would like to sing truth into this world i would like what i have to say to be meaningful to come from that place of of wisdom and, and unconditional love and that that divine remembrance and that beauty and i feel like you know Prayer and intention is so beautiful in that way. Whatever you keep coming back to, whatever you keep focusing on will come true for you. I believe it does. And so, you know, I believe that poetry in particular is a lot like jazz. You know, we have, uh, you might be 
musically gifted and you might have all of this uh, conceptualization of music theory and understanding of notes and melodies and harmonies. But when you get up for uh, a live jazz performance, you know, you're in the moment, you're raw and all of that immense material that is inside of you is being synthesized by the creative spirit, if you will. And so that to the degree that you can jazz well is, I believe, a reflection of your willingness to surrender. And so I believe that I'm on a path of learning how to do that and allowing what comes through me to be uh, as pure as possible. Have you seen the movie Soul? The yes, movie? I have. It's interesting that they were, he was a jazz musician, right? Learning to, to gel and to, to, to uh, feel that rhythm and play it and, and, and see where it takes you, you know? Right. And for him, you know, to be able to come back to just playing, like you were saying, to get out of the idea that he had to be or become somebody, um, but to be able to come back to just the, the spirit of enjoying the moment for what it is and being able to be fully in it, you know? And for him, he was so focused on having like one particular mission, right? One particular purpose. And I love that the inspiration that the spark for him was just the remembrance uh, of being in, in the entirety of your life, you know, really tasting the pizza and feeling the rain. Yeah, that's funny you say that. Um, Cause I, I throw this out there just because it was an, an epiphany to me of like just death. I tell you what, there was a there was a show that I talk about death all the time on this podcast. I talk to people who you know channel and uh, ghosts and just so much stuff. But there was I watched um, Hill House on Netflix. Oh, it was really good. It's about pretty much about a haunted house, I and mean, it goes into the story of the ghost and you know how it's haunted and and what they really were and the messages they had and it, it's pretty deep. But it had a it was a really deep episode but it had me like uh or series and just had me thinking about death a lot it was a lot of you know your time is limited and it had me just you know going into that and in that this revelation it was like chocolate you know mm -hmm. chocolate like mm -hmm. you know where again you're here be a human because there's no chocolate up there <laughs> there's no chocolate where you're going but people are like how do you know it's whatever i want it to be it's like i i'm pretty sure it's not like this i'm pretty mm. sure there's no grass I'm pretty mm. sure there's no dogs. Like you know, mm. it, it's f f it's ether, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's thought, it's vibration. It's we're slowed mm. down, and maybe you can create a universe. Maybe there is a place like this. Maybe you get to come back. I don't know. But what if there isn't? Mm. Like what if the small things, the taste of chocolate. You know, and that was just something that like because you take it for it's just the small things that you take. It's just a meditation. You take the small things for granted. The taste of pizza, mm. like. You know, don't take it for granted. Like it's one of those things where like when you become so used to something until you don't have it no more and then you miss it. Oh man. You know, when when we were kids we you know, we play football outside or we played hide and go seek, like had all these people like you know, and you're just reminiscing about the things that you don't have anymore and like, you know, I don't know where I'm going with it, but it is a meditation, you know, and it, and for that, I'm just thinking of like, you know, how do we do that now as adults? How do we play hide and go seek, you know, now and relive that, that the beauty that seems to be gone, you know? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up because um, 
I focused for about six months on producing this book and I thought a lot about what might happen or what I would like to do, you know, after it came out. And I recently decided to leave the security of my day job and transition into um, more openness for like my particular, my authentic offerings, my ability to do my Dharma. And, and one thing that I love to do is teach. Um, I have a background as a, a yoga teacher and a meditation teacher, but I found that teaching those practices over and over for me got uh, very stagnant because I wanted to see people um, playing. And so uh, I've actually been developing workshops around how do we weave mindfulness with playfulness because mindfulness can be beautiful, but it can also be dry and it can forget that childlike spirit of, uh, of not being so serious and being able to, to joke and to be curious and to play characters, to play, um, you know, even with your emotions and even with your body and with your voice to dance, to sing, to bring all of these things together. Um, and I think that's exactly what you're coming to, you know, it's like the idea that being present in your life and being able to be playful or being able to be like a child again, it's just like Christ said, you know, if you want to enter the gates of heaven, you have to be like a child again. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's that innocence, man, the return to innocence. And like, and also what you said that your Dharma, like cap recapturing your dream, that thing that was taken away from you, what you love to do as a child, go out and do it. Like, you know, no, who makes, makes the rules, you know, of what you got to do and how to earn an income. And I mean, I'm in it now, you know, I'm, I'm about four years in it. I was 33, you know, um, when I when I was launched into this full time, I've been working on it my whole life. Ever since I was a little kid, I've been dreaming of getting to wake up and talk to cool people for a living. You know what I'm saying? To be able to make 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 my living and, and pay my bills and versus having to go do something that I hated. Every job I had, I, I hated every job. Yeah. And I'm, I've done I've done a lot of stuff. I was there because I had to be there and I was daydreaming right. about this making music, talking to people, making art, helping people, like you said, helping people facilitate experience, encounter, meditation, yoga, breath work, like, let's keep going, you know, there's so much that we have to play with and like to recapture that, I'm, I'm big on that. I don't wanna beat people up with it, you know, because some people love changing oil, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some people, yeah. but you gotta find out what it is that that's your heartbeat, you know, that what you love to do. Some people love serving, people and hosting at restaurants and stuff. Me, every job I had, I hated. I did not want to be at any of them. And I was 33 years old, you know, and just like, hey, this is running away from me. I'm going to go to the grave and, you know, this is going to be a pipe dream, something that you're getting too old and stuff like that before it really opened up for me. And I was 33 when I when I launched and doing music, graphic art and just anything. I love doing all of it. It's creating full time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's definitely hope. The world is different, like you said, that American dream that we've been sold and how you have to do it or, you know, what you need and you got, got to have good insurance and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, so much changing and rightfully so. It is changing. Don't need college. <laughs> you can go to college, but you, you can play video games on the Internet and make more than both of your parents combined you know that's the beauty of it the the reality you we're in a place where you get to create it
So coming from the mindfulness, coming from the yoga, coming from the plant ceremonies, that's how you get a game plan. Would you mm. say that? Yeah. Did you get a game plan? I mean, it seems to be different for, for different people, but, um, you know, my life systematically, like one layer after another taught me how to die and taught me how to be reborn. And every time I was reborn, I would come in with, with a refound sense of clarity about what I'm here to do. Um, and really who I am, you know, because I feel like we focus so much on doing in the Western world. It's a very masculine thing. It's a very active, it's a very, um, it's a very like ob objective for like the um, the person being the object of the sentence. Like we're constantly trying to frame who we are in relation to the verbs that we're doing. And even when you ask somebody like, you know, when you want to get to know them so much, uh, so much of the time people will ask, well, what do you do? You know, they're trying to get an idea of who you are <laughs> around what you do. Yeah. But I think that that's, you know, it's counterintuitive. It's like the more that you discover who you are, the more that what you do can just become a natural reflection of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like we all have journeys in that and there are phases, there's progress, and it could be very easy to get into this idea that you have to rush through, that you have to figure things out very quickly. But the, the story that I ascribe to is one of like a blessed assurance. It's one of a deep faith that we are all getting to where we are going. And we are all on a perfect journey, perfectly timed with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every mistake is perfect uh, in in illuminating and and showing us who we really are and and tearing off the layers of things that we had surrounded ourselves with for a sense of identity or for a sense of social security. Um, because being who you are, especially in this world can at times require a lot of courage and um, and be very difficult. But it seems to me like you get to a point where the alternative is far too painful and you start leaning into being yourself no matter how challenging it may be because it's it's the only honest thing that you can even do anymore. Yeah. Yeah, there's always like you hear that story or you see it in movies, that person that's like the parents want them to go to college and they want you to go to law school. And the parents have these, the parents kind of like chose your life or whatever. Like, yeah, you're going to be like your dad and you're going to do this and that and that. And then when they finally do, you know, follow their heart and their parents get mad at them for like following their heart because it's like a gamble kind of thing. But like if it works, you're fulfilled, man. You know, like that's worth the gamble. Fulfillment is worth the gamble to get to wake up every day and love everything, your friends, you know, your job, your coworkers, wherever you're, whatever you're doing, man, to be in that situation, that money, there's no price that you can put on that. And we've seen it in so many movies and all that, you know, I don't know if I remember the quote perfectly, but it's a Nietzsche quote. Maybe I can get you close enough to be able to look it up for anybody out there who's interested in it. But essentially the idea that I retain was something along the lines of um, 
you know, going against the tribe or going against the grain um, can be at times challenging and at times terrifying, but no price is too high to pay for the privilege of owning yourself. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Do you own you or does somebody else own you? You know, mm-hmm. and we've all been there. It's a part of it, man. Um, you got another uh, poem you can read for us before we end out? Absolutely. It looks like I got three percent left on my battery, oh, so snap. I think we're timing. I think we're timing this just perfectly. Uh, the poem in the back of the book seems to be fitting. It's called "One Last Blessing." May your table always be full of good food and great people. May you always find you have what you need to begin weaving a dream and discover as you reach for the yarn at hand, it comes attached to what's needed next. May your feet relearn to open their ears and remember the ongoing song of the Mother Earth. May you find the courage to feel it all, all caps, and discover even as the world tears you apart, so she mends you anew with gold in the seams and feathers around your edges. May you rediscover the wellspring of love deep within the old growth forest of your heart. May you carefully track trail after trail to that clean running water that no matter where you may get lost in your own mind, you can always find another way home. May you weave a life you no longer need to escape from. Mm. May you ensure no songs in your soul go unsung. May you find pleasure in your authentic service. May your laughter ring clear and true. And no matter where you may go in this world, may you discover the universe is always showing another reflection of you. And if I may, I'll speak to you first in German and then in English. Muga die Straße dir entgegen Island. Muga der Wind immer in deinem Rücken sein. Muga die Sonne warm auf dein Gesicht scheinen und der Regen sanft auf deine Felder fallen. Und bis wir uns wiedersehen, hat der Gott dich in Frieden ihr Hand. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the peace of her hand. Amen and amen. Brother, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff, man. I love it. I know there was a little extra emphasis on may you weave a life that you no longer need to escape from. So good, man. So good, bro. Let people know where they can go to to check out your work, man. You got a lot of stuff that you're bringing to the table, your book, if people want to get a copy. Um, Those who are listening on the podcast, they can't see it, but can you hold it up? Because the book actually looks really good and there you have pictures and stuff in it too right some photography and stuff i've got one percent left on my oh <laughs> work 
Sean, I think I still hear you. Where's your website? Hold on. Okay, I will tell you guys this. Since his phone is dead, we're going to go to his... Uh, um, let's see. His Instagram is... Let's see, two participants. It says you're still here, Sean. Let me know if you are. Look inside on Instagram. It's look, I-N-S-E-I-D. On Instagram, you can go and follow his work there and uh, check out his links and all of his stuff as well. Uh, his book just came out. Good brother. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, enjoyed this talk. I definitely did. And um, very good stuff. So make sure y'all check his work out. I hate that we had to lose him there at 3%. Uh, I said I let him give his links first. So um, let me pull back up the chat here. On restream, so I could see the chat. I see a lot of people with us tonight, doing a show on a on a Wednesday night uh, to make it happen. So yeah, shout out to everybody who's holding us down in the chat. David, what up, man? I see you, bro. Uh, Christy, um, Hori Sheet Show, what up, man? Shout out to you guys. Good episode, inspiration, man. Poetry. Should I, I feel like I should leave out with a with a poem, with a song song lyric uh, from a song. You you know what? Let me let me do that. Let me let me lead out with a a song, man. Let me let me read some lyrics to a song, and on top of that, preferably a new song. Let's see what I got here, and I'm gonna let's see which one I want to do. Oh, here's one. Okay. No, that sucks. <laughs> I can't read that one. Let's see. I, I I got this one. Here we go. Wait. We'll do this one. All right. So here's one of my new songs that I'm going to read in poetry format and hope that you guys enjoy. And this will be on the new album, White Magic. The song is called As Above, So Below. Let me be a channel, a portal of higher energy. Connect within this manner, I begin to raise my frequency. As I align my chakras, vision like Nostradamus, spiraled the Fibonacci, carried the ancient knowledge. Om Shanti alignment, wheels of light are shining, seeking and finding beauty within the diamond. Arrive and arise, we stand on the back of giants. To Sarian Blavatsky, Maxwell, and Bonacci. Pay homage to the body of light, Illuminati. McKenna was a bridge to the realms of psilocybin. Man is a little world, a microcosm. Inside the great universe, the Fibonacci. Rainbow hue within the spectrum, luminescence be thy guide. Many colors and perspectives, direct light will often blind. Born again within the essence of fire that dwells inside. A fractal that shines, global brain, divine mind, yeah. Connected to the one sun rays, one God. Sol Am Un, hallelujah. A circle in the sky gives life from beyond. Shammai Israel Adonai Echad. As above, so below, as within, so without. On earth as in heaven, of love, no doubt. That which has been will always return again. As we look within, we ascend redemption. Peace. Namaste, guys. That is a, 
above, as above, so below. It's going to be on the new album, White Magic. Still looking for a feature. I sent it out to a couple people. We'll see what happens. Um, probably Watchmen. Probably going to get on that. But it's going to be on, on the new album. And it'll be on Patreon very soon. Make sure that you guys uh, sign up on that Patreon. Because if you're on there at any level of giving, listen, your names will be in that album artwork. And we're going to do a pre-order. I'm going to sign a bunch of autographed copies for the first batch. And uh, your names will be in that as co-creators for that great work. Love you guys, and I'm going to go ahead and jump off here as long as we don't have any questions. Any questions, anybody who's watching, people have questions all the time. Um, they inbox me, and I really I really uh, reply with one-liners. Hey, that's so cool. Praise God. Hey, I'm praying for you. You're like, I don't, I don't, I try not to text too much. I just don't. I'd rather do a video. I'd rather address it on here, or, or I'd rather just talk to you uh, in a video chat. So if anybody has any questions while we're still here, uh, let me know before I jump off. You got me for a few more minutes, ladies and gentlemen, before I jump off of here. And I'm going to jump off. I, I'm going to stand up on the seat and jump out. So, <sighs> Some more lyrics. Some more, let's see. Uh, Between listening to you and Son of Saturn. This is from David Fenton. That's who I need to get on the dang track, Son of Saturn. Uh, be Between listening to you and Son of Saturn, I've been able to speak on my profoundly amazing experiences as a young man, I rise above the lower mantle mentality. Awesome, bro. Uh, he's good people, man. Son of Saturn's good people. Need to have him on there for sure. Um, so, Hori, uh, seat, this Hori Seat Show says, uh, do you have any content on exorcism, True Seeker? Um, I'll probably be doing more. There's, there's, um, there's stuff in my book about it. So I wrote about exorcisms and like how to rid yourself of negative entities and energy. Um, and a lot of a lot, a lot of my stuff is just letting you know how demons work and operate so that you can kind of do a self exorcism so that you can clean or close any doors that you've opened to any negative or lower level energies that we will call demons. Um, there's some new stuff that I'm writing as well that talks about spiritual warfare that goes on in the mind when whenever you step into another person's art field, when you get close to somebody like that exchange of energy that happens and how there's like this spiritual warfare or this fight for dominance within that area of stepping that person's art field or the tourist field. And, uh, and what happens within a millisecond when you step into that auric field and, and the greater energy and, and those kind of things. And I'm talking about that. So a lot of people, you know, suffer from, uh, you know, being empathic and, and, and feeling uh, beat up by those spirits that other people are entertaining. So uh, I'm definitely going to be going into more info on that. I have a lot of knowledge, a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, interest in, in in exorcisms i've been through them i've done many of them there's many ways that that they can be done um they can you know you can be done as you would do them like a catholic ceremony it could be it could be done in an instant you know it can be done in an instant of stepping into uh right understanding right knowledge and right doctrine if you will uh, about who the creator says you are, which is that of love, of truth, and of peace. So um, in an instant, you can silence the voice of any accuser as you know who you are. And so identity plays a big part because if you don't know who you are, people and people are 
and it's not about people. The Bible says our, our warfare is not against flesh and blood, but of powers and principalities in the heavenly realm. So people are, are influenced by spirits. So spirits will begin to tell you who you are. So if you don't know who you are, spirits can tell you who, who you are. And when I mean by that, as a follower and devotee of the Lord Jesus Christ, of who I, who he says I am, who I who am I in his his mind and his who does who does he say that I am? So that's what I mean about identity. Know who you are in Christ, because your identity in Jesus is different than your identity in Adam, where Adam messed up and brought a curse upon your life. Christ came to reverse that curse and to give you life. Christ actually became accursed so that you can be blessed. And so we got to know that. And uh, if you, you believe it, you receive it, it becomes your truth, it becomes your reality, and nobody can change that. I'm big on it. I'm, I'm writing a lot of stuff on it right now. I've been working on a devotional that uh, goes through uh, going through your identity of who you are in Christ and in the etheric realms as well, in the spirit realm too. So you got to know who you are. And if you don't, they can tell you who you are. So that's huge. And who, who is they? Your boss can tell you who you are. Your parents can tell you who you are. You just become a chameleon and you adapt to the environment. And we don't need to be like that. Stand for something or you'll fall for anything. So I'm going to be going into a lot more detail on on my views and my, my experiences with uh, casting out demons. And, and if you need any help with that, if you feel that you may be oppressed or, 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 or demonized, if you will, by, by lower level energies or haunted or however you want to put it, a lot of terminology there, um, get with me message me. We do our Thursday night groups and I'd love to have you on. Or if you want to schedule a one-on-one, -on -one, we could do some stuff too. So anybody out there who's struggling and, and needs to talk to somebody, there's there's a lot of people there for you. So people are going through a lot. Um, exorcisms are getting, getting popular right now. Uh, people are, are dealing with a lot of oppression, a lot of, um, you know, just through with with, uh, you know, the state of the world right now and the confusion and the chaos and families that are turning against each other. The scriptures even talk about that, that I will turn father against mother and mother, uh, 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 father against son and, and, and mother against daughter and, and this chaos within the, the household. And we're in that time right now. We're in a time where your 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 family members don't want you to hug them or be close to them right now. If you haven't, um, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say it, but, you know. We're in that time. It's happening for sure. Yeah, there's certain people we can't hug. I'm not going to say any names, but it is what it is. Um, turning households against each other. You're not welcome here until you get that. Sheesh, you know. I'm not saying that, but we've been told that. Um, but yeah, it's hard. And, and with that being rejected, the rejection that comes with it for that, the uh, feeling like a like you've done something wrong or <sighs> strongholds. So, you know, we say, well, how's that demons? It's a stronghold. They, they get access to you from weaknesses in your mind, a broken mind, uh, someone who, who, don't, who don't know who they are, you know, because therefore you allow a family member, again, to tell you who you are. And it's something outside of your identity in Christ, in the Messiah, in that which is beautiful, in that which is lovely, in that which is made whole. Anything outside of that really is a lie. Know who you are experience it, know it down deep to your core. And once you know it, nobody can take it from you. It is a peace that comes with it that nobody can give you. And if they didn't give it to you, they can't take it away either. So grow in that fellowship and that grow deeper in your relationship with Christ relationship with the Holy spirit. That's my only advice. And, uh, and that's what I hope to do. 
and bring you inspirational stories and other people's uh, testimonies about how they're making it through right now. And, uh, and it's beautiful stuff. With that, I'm going to say peace and shalom, man. Thank you guys for hanging out in the chat. Make sure you sign up on Patreon to, to get your name in that, in that album. And uh, it means a lot. Thank you guys for believing in the work. And uh, we'll do it again Thursday. Thanks so much. Tomorrow. Peace. That does it for this episode, folks. To hear more episodes of the Truth Seeker podcast, head over to truthseeker.com. And if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truthseeker. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.